0: Last Sunday, we launched our vision for 2024, and we said that 2024 is going to be the year of ascending to greatness. There are many great things that the Lord is wanting to accomplish through His children, and greatness is something that we all should aspire for, not to the glory of our name, never, because when we talked about greatness last Sunday, we talked about Gadol in Hebrew, which means the glory and the greatness of God. Now, speaking about greatness, this coming February 10, Saturday, Pastor Leo and the rest of the national office and along with the many workers and uh, leaders of our Family Builders Ministries, they're going to minister in our uh, regions, catalyst that will commence and kick off in Urdeneta in Pangasinan. Palapag po natin si Lord, magaybigan dahil uh, nagsisimula na po ang pagikot ng ating mga ministers, ng ating mga leaders, so that the regions churches of Lighthouse will be ministered to. They're going to talk about the many programs of our Family Builders Ministries, the married couples, the engaged couples, the uh, senior citizens. And everyone in between those faces. And let us be praying for them. For they will be traveling the whole of north. And six churches. All the way from Quirino, from Isabella, from Baguio, Ordeneta. All the community churches will be converging in Ordeneta by this coming weekend. Shall we bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you that our... That your church, Lord, remains so vibrant, ever active, O oh Lord, in pursuing that which you have called us to do. And so, Lord, as your people, as your ministers go out in the power of the Holy Spirit, you be the one, Lord, to go ahead of them. You be the one, Lord, to precede them. So that, Lord, every word of their mouth, every meditation of their heart will always be pleasing. In your sight. This is our prayer as we commit them to you in thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, everyone will say, Amen. Amen. Let me just open my notes here. So last Sunday, we launched our vision for this year, 2024. What the pastors have received from the Holy Spirit through the counsel of His Scriptures the Lord gave us His mighty word in last Sunday's service. It is about declaring the greatness of the Lord. And last Sunday, we put it forward that we are not about getting or even just accruing even just a bit of the glory unto ourselves. Because God will never share His glory to anyone. It's always about Him. But we have a duty to fulfill We have responsibilities to aspire for. Last Sunday, we talked about the imperative of going and telling. Because we have the great gospel entrusted unto us. We talked about rising above because we have been entrusted. This great ministry. We're about embracing repentance because that's the essence of great discipleship. And we're about abiding in childlikeness. For in such great faith, the Lord delights in. And lastly, we have received the word from the Lord that we are to totally yield unto Him. When we are totally yielded, life will never have to be a struggle, although we will have our share of pains, but we will always enjoy our great Shabbat. I have much more to say because I see some faces who missed last Sunday's service. But for me to be able to recap what we taught last Sunday, and the vision that God is wanting us to pursue for this year, allow me to ask for the help of two of our young leaders to help us recap everything that we have talked about. You see, they have composed this original piece of poetry. I spoke to them, the Lord spoke to them, and they were able to craft and weave these beautiful words that reflect the very heart of God. Please, put your hands together in thunderous applause to appreciate our young leaders. Please welcome J.P. Gassias and my very own Rafa
1: Baldo. Alam mo, Rafa, ang saya sigurong maging pinakamagaling sa lahat.
2: Pinakamagaling, okay. Why do you say that?
1: Kasi para sa akin, ito ang basihan para mahalin ka ng mundo.
2: Parang mahalin lang ng mundo, parang medyo shallow ah.
1: Alam mo, lang dumating sa punto na maliitin nila ako.
2: Wala namang nagmamalit sa iyo.
1: I know, pero hindi ba ang saya kung kaya mong bilin lahat ng gusto mo?
2: No what I mean, anything in time.
1: Basta, gusto magim maging pinakadakila sa mundong ito.
2: Pinakadakila. The greatest. Greatness. Then? Then?
1: Then what, what is greatness? Walong bilyong indibidwal lang nabubuhay na punumpuno ng bagnanasa. Handang gawin ng lahat para sa mga bagay na gusto nating makuha. Ninais kung maging magaling, mahusay, sikat na parang bagang mga tala dahil itong depinisyon ng mundo sa pagiging dakila. Ginamit ko ang yaman para pakinggan, trabaho at negosyo. Ang aking pinaglingkuran, pinilit kong abutin ang tugatog ng karangyaan dahil ito ang batayan ng bundong ating ginagalaw. Saksi ang aking mga mata. Kung ilang milyang distansya ang hinakbang ng aking mga paa bago makuha ang salapi at katanyagan na wala ang iba. Ang rurok ng tagumpay na aking naamtan ng kumadena sa aking mahinang pagkataon nagbigay ng panandaliang aliw sa lumilipas na segundo. Subalit sa panahong ako yung magisa, habang binabalot ng agam-agam at pagaalala, nawunawa ang kung ang ligay dulot pala pan sa mentala. Nagtanong, Aanin mo ang lahat ng ito kung hindi ka naman talaga masaya?
2: You and I are born with a fire, a desire that seeps and mangles the very center of our souls, the wholeness of one's being as time reveals its riveting tiny like a shape. Waiting to be filled. Clutching onto a dream and a scheme that seems grandiose and grand, only to unravel like sand at its heat, it then crumbles. Deep down, I know these plans are just humanistic at best, and as much as I'd want to put it to rest, there's a longing for something more. I wish to be great. I wish to create a life that outlives me. I wish for prosperity and joy for the sickly. I've been wishing for a savior. Above all names and winds and trials, whose power is everlasting and stretches for miles and miles, as eternity can't even capture the essence of what is greatness. Then what is greatness but a forward thinking for the future, a pedestal, a medal, a prize? Is greatness looking at anything and being able to claim it as mine, set atop a million achievements and awards that fall, and believing in my mind I have it all? Instead, but parang may and maybe what's great has gotten all backwards in my head. Maybe greatness isn't something I've done or thunk or said. Lord, up in heaven, you created atom from pure void. From desolate to life, joy brought from strife. Well,
1: is it true greatness if anguish is what plagues my sight?
2: But well, then let me tell you the story. Of great glory, of great pain, never for pride but for the great cause that was laid down at his feet where his mother would one day weep and the sky would grow dark in consequence last among men but first in the kingdom of heaven the subject of divine revelation and every great miracle ever written a narrative so carefully orchestrated it was finished before it began the story of how our great God sent down his son to become man in his plans the gospel already written and just waiting to be told where old and young alike will go and tell and see how our great Jesus paid the price for all of us to be free.
1: Unti-unti ko nang nasisilayan ng pag-asa. Dahil sa kanya, ang mga bulag ay muling nakakita. Siya ang naging pastol ng mga naliligaw na tupang balita tungkol sa kanya ay narinig ng karamihan. Dinala kay Jesus, lahat ng lubang nahihirapan, alam mo bang marami siyang himalang ginawa? Nakakita ang bulag. Nakakalakad ang mga pilay, gumagaling ang mga kitungin, nakakarinig ang mga bingi at buling, nabubuhay ang mga patay at pinangaral. Sa may hirap ang magandang balita at sinabing pinagpala, ang lahat ng naniniwala sa kanya. sa ay nabuhay na kailanman ay hindi nagkasala, unit alang-alang sa atin itinuring siyang makasalanan upang sa pamamagitan niya ay maituring tayong matuwid sa harap ng Diyos. Ang pagkamatay niya sa krus ang yumakap sa ating karumihan. Bumaba sa lupa, pero para hindi pagsilbihan. Nakadanas ng puot at hira para sa ating kapakanan, namuhay ng perpekto at may kabanalan. Subalit, nagawa pa rin kasliguhin at pahirapan. Hindi pat ito mabuting balita na dapat nating ipagsigawan, ipahagi sa ating trabaho, pamilya at mga kaibigan ng ating paghayo at tinig ang magsisilbing parola ng sanlibutan upang Umayilag maihayag ang, ang kadakilaan, kadakilaan ang kanyang, kanyang sinimulan simulan. kaya ang paglikuran siya sa isang ministeryo ay isang pribilehyo ito ay hindi patungkol sa akin o sayo ito ay patungkol sa hari ng mga hari at Diyos ng mga Diyos na pinakadakila sa lahat
2: your bond servant, I could never have any credit to take when you are the author of every thought that I think and any work I could make. Great is only for you and your ministry to abound when you are every breath and the very force that makes the world turn around.
1: Kaya wala tayong dapat patunayan. Hayaan mong ang banal na Espiritu ng Diyos simula sa langit ang magbigay sa iyo ng kapangyarihan. Binigyan niya tayo ng karapatang mamili ng ating disisyon. Kaya ang mamuhay para kay Kristo ay hindi obligasyon. Ito opportunity sa niyang mission.
2: With the help of the Spirit that inspires to reach, to rise above, to showcase what is love as God has loved the other cheek, and to be scorned, and to persevere when all is in doubt, to highlight the essence of what great ministry is all about.
1: But, but as Christ as followers, followers, it's not enough to know God's word, as action is the decisive point that separates the clear from the blur.
2: That's why you and I are firmly being rooted in the day-to-day doing of pursuing and adoration, and understanding, and standing firm in the beliefs of one's convictions, in believing in my heart the benediction, and not simply saying what's said to inflate my own head, but to reach deeper into the cusp of great worship and great grace, to embrace repentance of my flawed and finite being, and allowing myself to be transformed to the great servant He has been seeing.
1: Na mga sandaling yun. kumalat ang pinapangaral ni Jesus sa bayan ng Israel. Subalit kakaunti lang ang yumakap sa tunay nitong kahulugan. Sila'y namangha sa mga himalang kanilang nasaksiyan, subalit na natili pa rin bihag ng mundo. That what, ang disipulo ni Cristo ay may kalakit na pagbabago. Pagtalikod at pagta- sa dati nitong pagkatao, hindi dahil sa intelektwal mong kakayaan. Sa buong mong katawan, ang inirang ng Diyos o pagiging disipulo nito ay isang pagpapala na kailangan mong patunayan sa bawat sandali ng iyong buhay. Kaya walang puwang ang hindi palataya tay magpunyi na parang mga bata. Siya ating tatay na handa tayong samahan sa hirap at ginhawa. Si Jesus ay tumawag ng isang bata. At sinabing, ang sinumang nagpapakababa, gaya ng batang ito, ang isang pinakadakila sa kaharian ng langit. Naglalarawan lamang ito ng kababaang loob, na handang makinig at handang sumunod. Walang pagtuduta sa kain itong gawin, dahil isang ang tatay natin. Ang tatay natin hanggang pakinggan lahat ng ating panalangin.
2: And much like a father who pulls me into his embrace and never once discounted me for my flawed or doomed fate, he took my hand and led me away from harm. The valley of the shadow of death meant nothing in his arms. And though life may be hard and these places unkind, and though the devil may have spun me in sin and tragedy abide forever I will know that this will never have me confined, as the universe and the stars are all to your design, the mastermind of everything to have ever existed. It was only you through it all to have ever persisted. And though, like a stubborn child, I may wander around to the darkest of places, grace is something I took for granted. But through it all, he planned it, so that through this tough and crass body of a shell would come a story that would one day tell of a power that expands and abounds further beyond space. Should anyone have the courage to abide in childlike faith,
1: therefore let this stay drop down and fall to the floor and through it all let me adore your wonders as you have intended splendid is your name above all other names and
2: winds and trials you are the God whose power is everlasting and stretches for miles and miles great are you Lord you are my shepherd you lead me down paths of righteousness and I will fear no evil for in you I find rest and in you I am healed you, I lay down my life and totally yield.
1: Walang katumbas Jesus, ang yung kapangyarihan. Sambayin nawa ang yung ngalan. Kahit pinakamatatayog na bundok ay hindi kayang abutin ng yung kadakilaan, pahintulutan nawa kaming magpahinga sa yung presensya. Di yung pamatok ay magaan na handang tanggapin. Lahat ng lubang na hihirapan at nabibigatan, ito ang kwento ng labis ng kadakilaan. Tayo'y magpunyi at magbiwang. Kami po ang inyong lingkod, handa kayong at pasalamatan. Together, with the strength of our God and with His anointing, we are blessed to go sharing His Word and ascend to greatness.
0: Labang mas malakas na palakpak sa ating mga, kabataan, mga Oh, you can search the whole world and the internet, you'll never find that peace because they have composed it originally straight from the heart, dictated by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. And they memorized it, they put it to heart, malayong pagdadalhan ng Panginoon sa mga katulad ng mga kabataang raise ni Lord sa loob ng church. Amen? That's the power of greatness. Even when young people behold, can behold and will experience the power of God's moving in their lives. Ministry is not the monopoly of old people. As you see a while ago, as you saw a while ago, even our Levites here are composed now of our young people. Pala natin mga kaibigan. Our young people are rising. Our young people are finding their voices. Even as the older people still find our significance inside the kingdom of the Lord. That for me, thank you, JP, Rafa. Thank you for summarizing it for all of us. How it is to ascend to greatness. We have been entrusted the great gospel. We've been given the great ministry. We're being ushered to a great discipleship program. Great faith is being birthed in the hearts of everyone. And when we totally yield to the Lord, we enjoy our great Sabbath. Today, I'd like you to open your Bibles to the book of um, Psalm 24. Psalm 24, and as you are going there, I'd like us to just rivet our minds to this wonderful theme of greatness. We've been talking about this since last week, and today we're going to speak about this again, that it is when we ascend to glorify God's greatness. It is our God who descends and fills our lives with His glory. Yan po yung simbiosis ng Kristyanismo. Ang hinihintay lang ng Panginoon ay ang ating pagpapasya na ating abutin at ating i-desire na ating mga puso na tayo ay makarating sa kanyang level ng righteousness although we cannot do that on our own. And so by His grace, that desire is enough. When the Lord sees our desire to ascend to Him, He descends. Us and fills our lives with glory. At last, I'd like to ask the help of my wife to help us in the reading of the word. Can we all stand? Psalm 24, we will be reading the entire chapter today. Psalm 24,
3: verses 1 to 10, NIV. Of David, Assam. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift him up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, the King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Selah. Psalm 24, verses 1 to 10. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Amen. Thank you, my love. We're going to continue the casting of this vision. Father, we thank you. For even right now, Lord, our spirits are already soaked in the very marvelous presence of you. Today, Lord, as we speak again about you and direct our thoughts and our hearts toward you, as we just lay down the greatness of you, come Holy Spirit and speak and touch and bless your people. Our hearts are ready. Our minds are excited. Speak now to your children. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, everyone will say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, my love. You may be seated. <clears throat> Maganda ang tanong ni JP kanina. Paano nga ba ang ibig ng katakilaan? Maganda rhetorical questions ni Rafa. Is it about myself? Is it about occupying the highest and loftiest places in this world? Is it what ascending to greatness is all about? Let me encourage you to just place your hand on your actual Bible on Psalm 24 or just allow your Bible apps to remain open in Psalm 24. What comes to your mind when we talk about ascend? Ang ano po? Ascending is to, uh, to scale those stairs up, up to where, up to when, up to how, how, how high. We just don't know. Let me share with you a story that our family experienced about last quarter, or second to the last quarter of last year. We, uh, we arranged that in August 21, last year, that the five of us would ascend to the mountains of Mount Kulis. This is in uh, Tanay Rizal. For the young people, to the mountaineers that are here, this must be an easy climb for you. As a matter of fact, for our children, that was an easy climb. We started our ascent at about 6.30 in the morning. And in just a flash, Luke, Rafa, Caleb, they were already out of our sight. In just, of, uh, in just a matter of probably 10-15 minutes, we could no longer see our kiddos because they just rushed towards the top because they were wanting to enjoy the clouds high up in the mountains of Tanay. But not for me and my rose because every five steps, we would stop dala abot-habot na ang hininga namin talagang uh, kung may paglalabas sa aming mga lungs talagang lalabas sa aming mga bibig mga kaibigan ang hirap pala mag-ascend lalo kong thunders na mga kaibigan lalo kong masakit na ang mga tuhod now of course for a, say a brother like brother Charlie here who scaled Mount Apo last year in 3 days talagang inakyat niya ang pinaka pinakamataayog na bundok sa buong Pilipinas wala sa iba ang Mount Kulis nito sa but for me it as i was preparing my heart for the vision of ascending to greatness i did not think about it, relating it to the sermon but when we were huffing and puffing as we were on the way to ascending to the top of that mountain i realized maybe that's the feeling of so many people when all of our lives we dedicate to trying to ascend to the greatness, to the loftiness of God. When all of our lives we think that maybe by my efforts, by my strength, by the powers of my heart and the powers of my knees, probably I can just scale whatever high mountains there might be along the way. For after all, many of us, if not all of us, we have been birthed to such kind of worldview in our religious upbringing na kung gusto mong maging katanggap-tanggap kay Lord, if you want to be acceptable to God, you've got to have that sacrifice, sense of sacrifice. Pahirapan mo ang sarili mo. Because it is only when you are sweating enough, when you are blooded enough, when you are broken enough, when you have expended your life's energies and everything, that maybe, just maybe, God will look down on you and say, good, you have proven yourself, worthy of my salvation because you've worked hard for it and therefore receive my greatness that's how i felt when we were ascending towards that very easy climb by the time of course i didn't know that i would i would be i would soon be diagnosed with heart failure grade 1 kaya pala konting step lang hingal na hingal na ako yung pala yung aking puso talaga, so that begs us to, to ask the question. So is the greatness of God a monopoly of those that are strong and young and mighty? Is the greatness of God only for those who are infallible and perfect and flawless? Yung walang mga kasalanan? E naman tayong mga normal na mga nilika? How about us who struggle with everyday temptations? How about all of us, if not many of us here, who struggle moment by moment to try our minds, to keep our minds pure. How can we ascend to greatness? The key verse that Rose read for us today is that question that says, Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who can stand in His holy place? Now we will be able to appreciate Psalm 24 in a greater degree if we want if we will know the context. Kompaano sulat? How was David able to write this glorious 24th psalm? Ano ba ang nangyayari sa buhay ni David during the time? Thank God that we have bible scholars that they were able to, to pinpoint so many psalms and pinpoint certain events in the psalmist's life, whether it was Korah, whether it was Asaph, whether it was David, whether it was Moses, they could pinpoint what were they going through during the time that prompted them to reach out to the heavenlies and get that pen or inscribe those psalms in stones so that we as the present readers, we would understand the world that they were in. And maybe, just maybe, by God's revelation, we would be able to apply the same truths to our present lives. The context of Psalm 24, ladies and gentlemen, you can find it in First Samuel chapter 4. You don't have to go there. I'll tell you the story. In First Samuel, the sins of the nations of Israel, italang namumuro na, they were just so deeply steeped in sin. They were ruled by judges during the time Wallapis Salamanga kings. King Saul was yet to be thrown, to be enthroned as the first king of Israel. And at the time, Samuel was the prophet, the judge that ruled the nation of Israel. And they had a high priest by the name of Eli. And Eli had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. But Eli was a very permissive father. Hophni and Phinehas, his sons, were already desecrating the temple. Yung anak mismo ng high priest, dinadala ang mga prostitutes. They would bring the prostitutes to the temple and desecrate altogether the temple of the Lord. They would feast on the offerings of the people in the temple. They would get the best portions and they would feel so entitled that dahil kami anak ng high priest, all of these are for us. Cut the long story short because of the depravity of that nation. When they were in a battle against the Philistines, the Israelites lost. And worst of all, the symbol, the emblem of their faith as a Jewish nation, the very symbol of the abiding presence of God, which was the Ark of the Covenant, it was captured by the Philistines. Imagine that. The Ark of the Covenant, nabit-bit nila nung kanila nasa wilderness sila pinagawasan ng Lord ng Ark of the Covenant this Ark of the Covenant that when they stepped into the rivers of Jordan the rivers of Jordan parted as God parted the rivers of the Red Sea it also parted the rivers of the River Jordan and the Lord would say for as long as the tabernacle the Ark of the Covenant would go before you you would never be defeated just imagine the discouragement of the Israelites. All of a sudden, the very core of their belief system, that they were the chosen ones, all of a sudden, the Ark of the Covenant was gone. And therefore, they said, somebody gave birth to a boy that day, and the woman said, the name of this boy is Iqabud. Why? It's a Hebrew term that means, Because the glory has departed from Israel. Cut the long story short, in 1 Samuel chapter 5, the Philistines placed the Ark of the Covenant in one of the temples of their gods. The name of their god is Dagon. But every morning, the statue of this god, Dagon, would now fall in front of the Ark of the Covenant, broken. Broken. And they would replace it with another statue. The next morning, bakSak na statue ni Dagon. And this and the and the Philistines got it. They said, "Oh, the God of the Hebrews is such a powerful God." And what more? All of a sudden, a plague broke out amongst the Philistines in the city of Ashdod. They had boils all over. And in just a matter of a few days, the Philistines had enough sense to say, "You know, it was a mistake for us to capture the Ark of the Covenant of the God of the Israelites. We could not stand in His holy presence, and so they brought back, they sent, pinabalik nila ang Ark, the Covenant, and it was settled in one obscure place in Israel." So that's the context of Psalm 24. So in binasa natin kanina. It's written by Isaiah 42, In Isaiah 42 would, would say, I am the Lord, and that is my name. I will not give my glory to another, or my praise to idols. For me, ladies and gentlemen, we will understand Psalm 24 better if we know that context of the presence of the Ark of the Covenant in the city of the Philistines, and how their gods and their goddesses could not stand in the presence of our God, the God of heaven and earth. So David, in remembrance of the time, he must have written Psalm 24. And what did he say? Let's read this together. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, for he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. David's confidence was boosted by the truth that our God is the creator of heavens and of earth. That all of these deities, mga Diyos ng mundo, they are false deities. They could not accrue any account of any created being in this planet. There is only one creator. There is only one God that out of nothingness, out of the void, sabi Rafa kanina, from the void an atom was formed, only God could have done it. David's thought riveted to the truth that whenever you are anxious, whenever you're feeling down, whenever you're feeling doubtful of the faith that you have anchored your lives into, remember ladies and gentlemen how great our God is. He is our creator. He didn't need the help of anybody. He didn't need the help of any outside force. He is the uncost cause. He's the unmoved mover. Everything that happens and everything that will ever happen is because God has willed it so and everyone will shout Amen. This is the great gospel ladies and gentlemen. We can only think sometimes that the gospel is only Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in Depot. Gospel means good news. When we remember that God is God and He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords and He is intimately acquainted with every detail of your life, that's the great gospel that we've got to have the courage to go out and tell as many people as possible ito ang Diyos pinaglilingkuran. Why is that significant? You know why? Because I have, in, in recent days, I have come across several quote-unquote, Christians. Christian Rosila, they go down to a Christian church, and yet, they would always be afraid of the evil spirits. Kay sabi ng isang kausap ko the other day, hanggang ngayon, pastor, to be honest, I could not sleep in my room with the lights off. Why? Because I'm afraid every time a turn off ko yung lights, the demons will come. Sapika, do you pray? Of course. I even play praise and worship songs in my house. And yet, all of his life, day in and day out, this is a man. Night in, night out, he would be so pressed with the thought that the demons still have the power over him and his family and over his household. I read to him Psalm 24. I said, the earth is the Lord's and everything. In it, If the devil is whispering to your ear that somehow he has managed to take control of your life, rebuke that lie because God will never surrender the dominion of this planet unto the devil. The devil is a liar. He will try to pretend that this planet is his. But the truth is, God is the creator. And yes, this world has fallen into sin. But God is in the process of redeeming this planet. So much so that Jesus died for us in the cross of Calvary so that we can be ushered into the recreation of the new heaven and the new earth. Ladies and gentlemen, would you like to ascend to God's greatness? Declare the great gospel of the Lord. To Him be all praises. Lord, mga So even the Psalms can declare unto us the great gospel. Now let's go back to the story of the Ark of the Covenant. So when David now became king... His first desire was to bring back the Ark of the Covenant to Israel. So, Balitania, it was in this place, and so he went and he sent some of his men to carry the Ark of the Covenant to bring that covenant, that Ark, back to Israel. You must have remembered the story that one of those men carrying or guiding the oxen that was carrying the Ark of the Covenant... He touched the Ark of the Covenant. Uzzah, the name was Uzzah, touched the Ark of the Covenant because he thought the Ark of the Covenant was going to topple and fall down to the ground. So he touched it. What happened to Uzzah? Uzzah was struck dead by God right there and then. Why? Because you cannot just touch the Ark of the Covenant. There is a prescribed way of touching the Holy of Holies. You cannot just assume ko ya, uh, kayo ko ka ng dalhin ang isang holy thing on my own way through my own ways. No. But when Uzzah died, David was afraid. It struck fear in his heart. And he said, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? He knew what the ark of the Lord meant for him and for the nation. But because Uzzah was struck dead by God, He thought it would be an utter impossibility. And so he directed the remaining people, bring the Ark of the Covenant to the house of Obed-Edom. This is now in 2 Samuel chapter 6. And the Ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months. And David learned that the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and his entire household. Why? Another trivia. Obed-Edom was a Levite. He knew the proper way of handling the Ark of the Covenant. He did not trifle with it. He did not take for granted an Ark of the Covenant. Maybe he went through the ceremonial laws. Maybe he made the right offerings. Maybe he touched it with such reverence. And because of that, David in his palace would say, Wow! Obed-Edom's household has been blessed. That is my desire for me and my family. That's why Psalm 24, verse 3 will now say, David was penning this psalm. He said, Pakibasa, Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in His holy place? David knew there was a right way to do it. An obedidom did it. How can I do it as well? David would say. That's why my friend, this year is about great ministry. Great ministry is not born out of our presumptiveness. lighthouse, therefore I can do this. lighthouse, pastor. elder. Levite leader. There's a proper way to do it. But the first way to do it is, you do ministry out of reverence. Because ministry is not about you. You might be the king as David realized, but David could not just presume that because he was the king, he could just easily bring in the ark. Obed-Edom was a nobody, but because Obed-Edom knew how to minister before the great ark of the covenant, Obed-Edom was blessed. Ladies and gentlemen, this year is all about great ministry. It's all about ascending. You know that word ascending has been used 888 times. In the Bible. That's how significant it is. And when I search the meaning of the word ascending, it means it ranged from giving God, giving to God, offering to God, to stand in the holy council in the heavenlies, to rise to the throne of God, or to be in an earnest pursuit of God's greatness. Let it be said, Lighthouse family na kaya pinagpala ng Panginoon ng Lighthouse Christian Community ng 2024 and beyond, dahil natin, we rebuilt, we restored, we renewed the way we would worship God. That we are not, and we will never take for granted the greatness of God. We will not presume that we can just make the holy things shallow. You see, one of the greatest privileges That Jesus Christ has given us is that He has allowed us to call God our friend. Jesus Christ would say, I no longer call you slaves, I now call you my friends. But you see, sometimes because of that license that Jesus has given us that God is now our friend, sometimes many of us, including me, we just take for granted the name of the Lord. We take His name in vain. Kasi best friend mo naman si Lord. And therefore, pwede mo na siyang katsukaran. Pwede mo na siyang barkadahin. Pwede mo na siyang i-joke-joke lang. Pwede mo lang siyang isali sa mga green jokes mo. Pwede mo lang take for granted that God is such a holy God that He will never be able to lo- tolerate even a tinge of unholiness, even a hint of immorality. Every sin is an abomination in the eyes of God. And if you would like to experience the greatness of the Lord in this year and beyond, Lighthouse Christian Community, let us enter into a ministry that we will ascend to. That we are ascending into the very presence of the King. I I demonstrated this to you several times before. When I was a young ambassador of Goodwill and we had a chance to enter into the two palaces in Southeast Asia. The palace of Bolkia, the Sultan of Brunei, and the palace of King Bumibul of Thailand at the time. Oh, we were subjected to more than one day of training before that fateful day. You know why? Isang, isang reminders aming mga youth ambassadors. Pag niya na si Bolkia or si bumibul, you cannot touch a royalty. You cannot even extend a hand. You can only bow. Don't lock eyes with the monarch. Make eye to eye feeling best friend na kayo hari. pugutan pag eye to eye hari. Pangatlo, you cannot turn your back on a monarch and show him you're behind. So if this is the king, you enter, you bow with reverence, you don't look, even as he speaks to you, you just only look to the floor, and when you are about to exit, you exit this way. And when there's a considerable distance, sa sa kanya. You see, he's the king. Bolkia is the king of Brunei. King Bumibol is the monarch of Thailand. But sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, when we approach the king of kings, we just take him for granted. Sometimes when we approach the throne of the king of the highest glory, we just say, ah, Okay lang yan. Kahit ma-late ako, kahit hindi ako mag-praise uh, sa kanya, kahit habang nagpe-praise and worship, ako'y nag-dodota uh, rito sa aking cell phone. Okay lang yan. Religion lang naman to eh. But if you truly believe that you're in the presence of God, whether you're in church, whether you're with your families, whether you're in school, you will have this great ministry before Him because His holiness is what keeps us alive. Everyone will say, Amen. Now tayo sa kwento ni David. When those who were carrying the Ark of the Lord had taken six steps, ito, sinundunan nila sa bahay ni obed ang Ark of the Covenant. David sacrificed a bull and a fattened cow. Bawat galaw, six steps, patay ka nan. Nang sakripisyo. Why? Maybe David was saying, Lord, kung may pagkakamali kami in the last six steps, Lord, let it be charged to the blood of this calf, of this bull. He was doing it right. He was acknowledging. David was acknowledging, I could no longer do I could never perfect this Lord. I am a flawed human being. But you have given me the rights, the sacrificial laws. So Lord, I will kill a bull and a fattened calf. Oh David, wearing a linen ephod, dance before the Lord with all his might. He was uniformed as a priest while he and the entire house of the Israel brought back the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sounds of trumpets. And maybe as David remembered this, not least when they were marching from the house of Obed-Edom all the way to Jerusalem, David started writing the next verse of Psalm 24. Ano tanong kanina? Who will ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who will stand in His holy place? Pakibasa, the answer is given. He who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. Now David got it. Now David understands. So last week, mga kaibigan, I talked about the power of great discipleship. If you would like to experience the greatness of the Lord, again, know that we are in the presence of the King of Kings. Know that we cannot touch the King unless our hands are clean and our hearts are pure. But you know, even right now, ladies and gentlemen, that on our own, we cannot cleanse our own hands. On our own, we cannot purify our souls. We could only come under the covering of the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. And when Jesus Christ died on the cross, sabi nga na JP kanina, ang walang kasalanan ay napurusahan para tayo ay matakpan ng kanyang kabutihan. Then we know we are being discipled in the right way that will bring back glory and honor to our God. Everyone will say, Amen. Balik tayo sa Second Samuel chapter 6. The context of this was the wife of David, Maika. Was kinda irritated that David was dancing with all his might before the ark of the Lord. And Micah said, And David even said, It was before the Lord that chose me rather than your father. Or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. And that's why he said, I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more undignified than this and i will be humiliated in my own eyes akala mo nakakaya ng ginawa ko kanina nako i nagsayaw oh i was angry? Or I'll even do more things than this my friends maybe that's what was in the mind of david when he was writing when he was writing some 24 nung dinesisyonan niya ang walang pipigil sa akin sa king pagsamba kay lord and that's why he wrote paki basa nga po. He will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his savior such is the generation of those who seek him who seek your face o god of jacob and it says Selah, pause we talked about the power of a great faith Na lalapitan natin si lord mga kaibigan. Magmumukha kang tanga, magmumukha kang baliw, magmumukha kang katawa-tawa sa harap ng mundong hindi na kakaintindi kung bakit ganito ang mga Kristiyano. But when you approach the Lord in faith, that because He is deserving of everything and He's deserving of everything that we can ever give Him, the best of what we can give Him, the Lord responds to that faith. Siguro sa mata ng ibang tao, kulang ka. Siguro sa iba, mata ng ibang tao, sino ka ba para Mag, uh, magpanggap na ikaw ay katanggap-tanggap kay Lord. But the Lord looks at your heart. The Lord looks at your heart and the Lord knows you just want to worship Him. ng mundo. But God sees that worship in your spirit and He honors your great faith. And so, the narrative ends. In Second Samuel chapter 6, they brought the ark of the Lord And set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. And the second and the next chapter to that, 2nd Samuel uh, chapter 7, verse 1, it now declares that after David was settled in his palace, and Sabi, the Lord had given him rest. Finally. The Ark of the Covenant was home. Finally, he was dwelling in the presence of the Lord. David wanted to ascend to the greatness of God. But Uzzah was killed. David realized, I could not do it, Lord. So David just sacrificed himself. And little did he know that he would be honored. That even while he wanted to ascend to God's presence, it was God who was actually excited to descend into the presence of David and allow David to enjoy his glory forever and ever. That's why Psalm 24, the Psalm that we read a while ago, David penned these wonderful words. Let's read this out loud together. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, so that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors. That the King of glory may come in. Who is He, the King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. And again, that word, salah. When you totally yield to the Lord, you will enjoy your great Sabbath. David thought, akala niya pagtatrabahuhan niya nang maigi para lamang ma-enjoy niya ang protection ng Ark of the Covenant. But when David was brought back to his senses, what God wanted from him, what God needed from him is the right heart, the right posture. The only thing that God wanted David to do was to lift up the gates, to open up the ancient doors. In Revelation, Jesus Christ would say the same. Jesus would say, I am here knocking at your door. If you will open the door, I will come in and I will dine with you and you will dine with me. Imagine this, mga kaibigan. The maker of heaven and earth. The one who is majestic. The one who alone gets the glory for everything. The one who owns your every breath is the same God who knocks at your door saying, will you allow me to come in? I always, this, I always use this example whenever I am invited to dedicate beautiful homes. I always tell them the story that, you see, the Lord has blessed me with a small tiny house here in BF Almanza. By God's grace, that house is ours, binigay ni Lord sa amin. And through the years, as my children, Luke, Rafa, and Caleb, as they were growing up, I wanted them to have their own rooms, to have their own privacy. So, nagkatako nang isang corner dito, nilagyan ko ng ding-ding, oh, Luke, may room ka na. Nagkatako nang isang ding-ding dito, okay, Luke, uh, Rafa, you have your own room. Oh, Caleb, you have your own room. So, it's a small house, but my three kids, they have their privacy. Praise God. Question, in human terms, who owns that house? Me, right? The title is entitled after my name and my wife. But you see, every time I would like to talk to Luke, do I just barge into his room? Of course not. Every time I would like to talk to Rafa because I have missed her whole day, do I just say, "Rafa, kumusta?" Of course not. They would not lock the door. But every time I would like to go in, you know what the dad would do? My love, are you there? And Rafa would just say, Dad, wait lang po. Okay. Ang tatay ang naghihintay sa harap ng pintuan. Imagine that's God for you. The King of Glory, the one who has given you your very breath of life, but God does not force Himself into your life. He knocks. Psalm 24 says, "Would you like to enjoy great rest? Lift up your heads, O you gates; be lifted up, you ancient doors, and then the King of glory will come in." Who is this King of glory? This is not one figurehead. Na hindi naman ginagalang. I've been watching the crown, the story of the monarchy of United Kingdom. You know, they are the kings and the queens. Oh, but the British people, they malign the royalty every day. Chismisan, that's the number one business in Britain to malign the royalty. But you see, my friend, not our king. Our king is mighty in battle. Our king is the one that by the looks of his eyes, by the fires in his tongue, he could consume his enemies. But when we learn to submit our lives to him, When we allow Him to enter into our lives and the King of glory comes in, we will all enjoy our great Sabbath. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen? (laughs) Few more words before I ask somebody to come here and give us their testimony. The word lift. Lift up your heads, O you gates. It means to carry, to take. It means to be willing to suffer. Just to be able to bear. Six hundred thirty-five times the Bible would use that word. Meaning, yan lang ang kailangan mong gawin. Would you able? Would you be able to bear the very little demand? And what is that very little demand? Just open the doors of your heart. But you see, it's a very small demand, but it could be the most demanding. Why? Because this means you have to surrender your pride. That means you've got to yield to the lordship of Jesus. That means you've got to relinquish the throne over which you have been sitting for the last how many years of your life and you're saying, "Lord, that throne is yours alone. I am just a bond servant," as Rafa would say a while ago. That much the Lord requires of us. Allow him to sit, to sit in the right seat of your life. If you're able to lift that ancient doors, the King of Glory will come in. Another word that they want you, because the Word of God says, because the King of Glory will be with you. Kabod, kaya kanina ikabod. The glory has departed. I. It denies the glory. No more glory. So glory means kabod. What does it mean? What does it mean? Abundance, splendor, riches, the highest honor that is due to God alone. Oh, my friend, this word embraces the being of our God and what makes it more glorious is that He is willing to come in and be with His sin-stricken, fallible, weak, and finite human beings. I not Sultan Bulque will go to BF Almanza to have dinner with me. I not King Charles will come and sit in this pew here in Lighthouse Christian Community. He will never condescend to our level. But the greatest king of kings became a human being and died for us so that the glory of God can fill the lives of those that believe in him. Everyone that worships the Lord will say, Amen. So, that is our vision for this year that when we ascend to glorify God's greatness, you realize our great God descends and fills our lives with His glory. So let me cast this vision once more. In this year of ascending to greatness, this is about the great gospel. The great gospel that Jesus owns everything in this life. What is our imperative? Go and tell. I cast the vision that all of us here, not just Pastor Jojo, not just Pastor Leo, not just uh, Pastor Bernard, all of us here, We'll be going and telling as many people as we can about the great gospel that has been paid by the very blood of the Son of God. That's the vision. That every subdivision, every village, every household, every school, every company, every street will be reached by the children of God because we have a great gospel to share. This year is about great ministry. So we rise above. Our ministry is not pakitang tao. Our ministry is not about impressing people with our externalities. Our ministry is about worshiping the living God. We rise above the mundane. We go into the throne room of the Lord. I am casting this vision, ladies and gentlemen, that this year and beyond, 2024, when this vision of great ministry will have been so embedded in the heart of every lighthouse person, Nang una mong is to really come and worship the Lord with all your might. I am casting this vision. Starting next Sunday and beyond. Alas 9 pa lang ng umaga, 30 minutes before the worship begins, punong ng lighthouse people ang lighthouse sanctuary. Why? Because when people of the Lord just know that you're going to appear and stand before the King of Kings, you will never ever take that for granted. Walang sa yung mga Let me tell you this story again. One minute. When the brother of Senator Villar, his brother, Brother Cesar used to come here to lighthouse. When Brother Cesar died, his last wish was to have him interred here. I mean, dito ang wakes sa lighthouse. He was there for about four days or five nights. I'm not sure now. And because of that, senators were coming in on, in and out of Lighthouse. One day, we were surprised. Even our pastor's office, three big burly presidential security guard went in without knocking. They lang po. They went to our staff, ng table and I said, Why, sir? And we were told, Tonight, President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo will come here. Ang, ang kanyang advance party 12 hours before, nandito ni mga PSG. Pati taas, pati kisume, pinapaamoy ng ng aso. Why? Because the president was coming here. Dapat walang bomba, walang explosives You know what? They, just, they were just told that President GMA was going to be here by 8 o'clock in the evening, 5 o'clock palang in the afternoon. All the barangay captains were already here. All the barangay officials, city hall officials, they, wala ng gumagalaw sa lighthouse, 5 o'clock pa In eager anticipation, darating ang presidente ng Pilipinas. And I realized, oh Lord, Christians could learn from this. If we know that every Sunday, God shows up here in this sanctuary to bless His people. If we know that every Sunday, the Holy Spirit is the most excited to receive the worship of God's people. Sa tingin ko, alas otso Lighthouse Sanctuary. I'm challenging you. I'm casting this vision, Lighthouse family. If you're going to ascend to God's greatness, if we can bow down to human kings, if we can give such reverence to a president who was here one day and gone the next year, you're serving God who never failed you once in your life. Would you ever kukuriputin mo Lord in your ministry for Him? I cast that vision, ladies and gentlemen. This year is about great discipleship because we have to God to embrace repentance, clean hands, pure heart, people who does not lift their souls to an idol. People who do not swear by what is false. This is about great faith. We abide in childlikeness. Magsasayaw tayo, sabi sabini David. I will do even inglorious things than this. If only it will please my God. Why? Because we know that in God alone will we enjoy great Sabbath. When we totally yield. All God's people will say, Amen, Amen, Amen. natin si Lord mga Come on, you can do better than that, Lighthouse family. This is the vision of the Lord. We're about ascending to greatness. And we commit to you this year of ascending to greatness. Knowing fully will Lord as you have communicated to us this day. That your only desire is for your people to aspire, to ascend to your greatness. And knowing, Lord, that we could not have that power to do so and so Lord you allow us to experience your glory as you descend to your people for you are Emmanuel God who is with us God who is not far off God who is not in a lofty mountain that people would have so much hard time ascending to you are God who invades the hearts of those that totally yield unto your keeping and so today, Lord, as you have cast unto us the vision, we are here as your people saying, Yes, Lord, send us so that we may go and tell of your great gospel. Teach us, Lord, to rise above so that we will know how it is to do great ministries. Lord, allow us to embrace repentance because only it is, it is only through great discipleship that we will be molded into your likeness, that we will abide in childlikeness because you honor the great faith of your people and as we totally yield unto your keeping that Lord you allow your children to enjoy your great Sabbath so unto you alone be all praises and glory and honor for this year 2024 is truly the year of the Lord the year of greatness and your people will ascend to you O Lord as you descend unto us receive now our thanksgiving in the fullness of praise and up your hands now, church. Lift our hands, kiddos. And may the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto all of you. May the Lord lift His countenance towards all of us. May the Lord grant us His peace. As we ascend to His greatness. Forever for the glory of the one and only Jesus, our King. Everyone will see "Amen." Give someone a hug today. We will continue our sermon series next Sunday. Enjoy the rest of this holy week.